0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: You are listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and
2: Michael. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the 23 Personnel Podcast. This is your TCU instant reaction. Texas Tech Falls 34 to 18 in Fort Worth. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael.
1: Hello, everybody. It was, it, it kind of went like we thought it would, but it never goes like we think it would all at the same time. We were no, expecting TCU to come out ahead. But, uh, but not quite in this fashion with such a, a blunder at the end and just kind of a, a way that really ended with a bitter taste in a lot of fans' mouths. But here we are yet again, another loss, and uh, we'll just keep on trucking.
2: Yeah. I mean, we, um, we'll, we'll definitely talk about a couple of those late game decisions. Um, I I don't even know where else I mean the the drive chart to begin the game um the fact that you actually made your first field goal of the season in game seven I believe this is yeah you're two and five um I mean there's not really much stats wise that we want to break into uh but there would but yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll touch on all of that to tonight. Um, but first, mm, but first, but first, guys,
1: the wait is finally over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure y'all want to talk about it. a, a giddy excitement about football right now. But this is where we are. Football's in full effect. With many teams strutting their stuff, you may not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline's going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to BetOnline today. Use promo code ARMCHAIR. I am sitting in an armchair. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts.
2: Listen up, fellas, because today we have a new Manscaped product alert. Manscaped just released the Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. Take a look in the mirror, and I guarantee you'll see hairs sticking out of those holes. It's time to keep your ear and nose hair looking as nice as your clean-shaven body. Uh, Check out... The Weed Whacker has that 9,000 RPM motor, 360 degree rotary, rotary goodness, rotary, dual blade system. Has that same pr- proprietary skin save technology that you come to expect from Manscaped. If you go out to manscaped.com, check out all their products, including the lawnmower 3.0, the nails kit, the testy toner, the deodorant, all the great things, as well as the Weed Whacker. Listener to the show. Get 20% off and free shipping win with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code armchair. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds. All right, Mark. All right, man. All right. Yeah, where do you want to begin? Um, I legit could not stay awake at the beginning of this game. It was <laughs> terrible. It was boring. Texas Tech started off five three and outs in a row. And at that point, like, I, I don't think it was until that dr- the first drive in the second half when you broke into positive yardage on the day. Um, you had a very sucky start, very terrible. Um, on the flip side, I, TCU kind of let you hang in it. Um, they had 26 total yards after the first quarter and only three points. So you were five, three and outs didn't really tank the game like it could have. Um, yeah. Going into halftime with
1: a 10, three deficit, it, it was one of those games where it was so sluggish and so slow it seemed like every play mattered. And and this seems to happen in Fort Worth too. I kind of forget how that feels until I'm in the middle of it. And it just, it's like the offense is just in quicksand. They just can't get anything done. It's felt that way almost every trip there, except maybe that crazy double overtime with uh, Tuberville and Eric Ward and, and company. But it's been yeah. it was it was it was really tough to think that oh my gosh text down by a touchdown at halftime this is over they don't get the ball back coming back it just it just kind of felt that way but they worked their way back in it uh, Tech's defense really i thought played quite well i mean it's not like tcu has the best offense in the world but tcu's figured out how to run the ball recently uh, for a team that statistically has averaged oh gosh I think they only average 170 rushing yards a game. You know, today they had 270. Uh, they had 245 or so last week against Baylor. So they're, they're figuring out the rushing game. Of course, a lot of that was by Duggan. He had 154 yards on his own, three touchdowns. Um, he had, that of course, that 81-yarder to really put the nail in the coffin at the end. But just a, an overall decent defensive day uh, especially including all of the starters who were out I know Eli Howard was out for sure it was a pretty long list I can't remember but there were a lot of guys especially on the defensive line that were getting some of their first meaningful snaps today against TCU so some bright spots like you said we made a field goal hey oh yep got got a got a field goal made um you know it held TCU the th- Our our passing defense, which is almost the worst in the country, held
2: TCU to 73 passing yards. Held Duggan to under 50% completion, no touchdowns, one interception.
1: Yeah, to the point where I was frustrated for TCU fans. (laughs) When they kept trying to throw the ball. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I mean, in in Tech's
1: red zone defense has been, you know, 96% of the time they score. Came up with two back-to-back stops in the red zone, including a tipped field goal. Uh, I mean, you can't ask for a lot more than that. So uh, with, with that, there were some positives to take away, but the main thing I think is the offense was not, <laughs> was not up to par.
2: No, I'm uh, not I, even close. And, and today it felt like it started with, with the offensive line. They, they could not. Oh yeah. They could protection. not pass protect for Columbia. He went down five, He was sacked five times in, in the first half. Um, And I remember, because they, they talked about on the broadcast of the first six plays at Texas. Tech. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
0: Hi, checking in for
2: or the perfect table.
0: Hey, where are you? Coming.
2: And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card.
0: Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it.
2: And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. That's not
0: just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Oh. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah.
2: Tech ran from scrimmage. Three of those plays were sacks. So, three of the first six plays that Tech snapped the ball on, it was a sack. Um, It may have... I mean, I don't know if it was a a scheming um, adjustment at halftime or if it was the defensive end that got hurt. It probably more so the defensive end getting hurt. Anything, uh, your second half offense. Well, I mean, it wasn't considerably better cause you only put up 15 points. Um, but you didn't have long stretches where you're just like, I'm, I'm bored of this game. Like legit <laughs> bored. I'm trying to figure out what else to do. I'm sitting here watching big 10, you know, back to back to back to back to back three and outs. Um, that didn't happen in, in the second half. What did happen in the second half is you score a touchdown. Um, your first touchdown. Um, no, Sorry. Excuse me. Your second touchdown. The game is, what is it? Um,
1: no, it was your first. You didn't score a touchdown until third quarter.
2: No, I, I was talking about when you went for two. Um, you were down 27-10. Oh, 10. I'm sorry. Okay. The first touchdown in the second half. My bad. Yeah. So the um, your first touchdown uh, in the third quarter, you had, had that long pass, sixty yards to Jalen Polk. Um, it was okay. I mean, I, I, it was it was a touchdown. You don't want to like harp on Columbia for under- underthrowing it, but uh, you basically feel lucky that you have scored on that play. The defensive back got spun around, fell down. Um, And had Polk not scored, you would have been frustrated that like, well, what happened that? You should have scored. Um, And then in the fourth quarter, you hit another long pass. So the the Jalen Polk touchdown was 60 yards. The one to Ezucano was 57 yards. Um, And then you go for two um, with 1147 left in the game to go 27 to 18 to bring the game within nine points
1: yeah so a two-score game instead of a guaranteed well
2: it still would have been a two-score game
1: a two-score game to win as opposed to a two-score game to
2: tie possibly you still possibly if the PAT (laughs) yeah if the PAT went through like the the two scores would have been a, a touchdown and a field goal had you gotten those exact scores after the the two point conversion, you would have won by one. Also assuming that your defense didn't give up a single point after that. And I think that's where we start to, to break this down. It's like you made the the decision to go for two pretty early in the game. You're chasing points that you I mean you're now by 17. Um, and you go for two. It's like it's a strange decision. It worked out. You 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 converted the two-point conversion, but I think that solidified what happened next. Um, you you have one of your most successful, off, like sustained offensive drives. You yes, you have scored two touchdowns previous to this. Um, you had a eight play twenty four yard drive where you scored the field goal to end the first half. Your touchdown drive in the second half was three play seventy five yards. Then you have three. Back to back three and outs, then a three play, seventy-six yard touchdown. Like, so you've done this. The next drive. So you scored on that fifty-seven-yard um Ezukanma pass, you get the two points. Your next drive, it's sustained. Eight plays, 63 yards. Um, this is after TCU had bled off almost seven minutes of clock in the fourth quarter. I mean, they they nearly iced the game themselves they made some stupid errors, like going forward on fourth down on that drive when they ran off seven minutes instead of kicking the field goal there. Um, Anyways, you get the, the ball, you're driving, you have the ball for two minutes, 12 seconds on your eighth play. Second down four to go. You attempt a field goal. On TCU's 19-yard line. And I, I feel like, especially after hearing Matt Wells defend this, he didn't, like, he didn't even like begin to say it was not a good call. The, I guess the only thing he did say is maybe it was a play too soon. Right. No. No, 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 no. It was a possession too soon, you idiot. He, okay. Second down. On a drive where you are moving the ball efficiently, successfully, in the red zone, second and four, you just picked up six yards. You decide to kick a field goal. Why? Because in Coach Wells' mind, you had to have a touchdown and you had to have a field goal. Why did it have to be those two results? Not sure. Why did he think it had to be a field goal first and then a touchdown? Don't know, because here's what I think. You take the field goal first. You absolutely have to have the touchdown on the next drive.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously.
2: If you get a next drive. Also assuming you don't let TCU score. Up until that point, here are the drives that have happened for TCU. Field goal, touchdown, field goal, turnover on downs where they should have scored – Touchdown. You were not stopping them, but yet you were playing in a way that you thought you were going to stop them. Okay. Well, so good. I, so good for having a little bit that of slight, confidence. I'll,
1: Cause the last two drives, uh, tech did stop them and, uh, stop them in the red zone. Cause the field goal was blocked and they turned the ball over on downs. So the last two drives, the defense did hold, but, Tech they drove the ball um, they drove the ball pretty well on
2: those drives, yeah, so why why did you stop your offense when it was operating as well as it had been all game? yes, you had a, you had a 12 play drive earlier that ended on turnover and downs. You did score two touchdowns before on big chunk plays, but they this was not a. You did not have – you had one other sustained drive, which was in the second quarter. In the fourth quarter, when you needed points, you were driving. You needed 10 points. You decided – and by you, I mean Matt Wells, obviously, or Tom Riddall, or whoever came up with this stupid idea. We're going to make sure we kick the field goal once we get into a comfortable range – Save clock? I I don't I don't even know. I'm not even sure.
1: Well, I think what's telling too is in his in the press conference he talks about kicking it deep and getting the ball back after the field goal, which I I mean that's another thing to argue. Why would that be the plan as opposed to going for an onside if the plan is to try to stop them anyway? you know, at least go for an onside. Maybe you can. Maybe you get it. Uh, I. It just didn't make a lot of sense to. I, I can't even talk myself through this. Tech had all three timeouts. There was two minutes and forty-four seconds left. The play clock was down to zero. They, they had this just... kid was rushed out there. He'd kicked one successful field goal in seven, seven games. games. <laughs> And this kid was rushed out there uh to 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 try to kick a thirty seven yarder is that what it was or a thirty six yarder from the nineteen would have been thirty six and they're they're barely snapping the ball with with you know just it was one second or zeros when the ball was flying through the air to the holder and you're expecting this kid oh, he's just gonna drill it, it's gonna be fine, nothing to worry about here you gotta play the numbers here. Well, you gotta play the numbers that you have a kicker who has had trouble this season. You have special teams who have just had trouble altogether. And that has to factor in. And then everything you just mentioned about well, Tech's actually driving the ball. This is one of the best drives they've had all day. Now let's let's cut let's you know, let's halt it right here and just go for the, the field goal. If if he would have made it still wouldn't have gone well it wouldn't have mattered because uh apparently wells was going to kick it deep and tcu would have just drained out the clock even if tech had all three timeouts they would have gotten enough first downs to drain out the clock um if he went for a onside kick and then it didn't work out i think everyone as fans would have gone all right you know you tried they did what they could do sure um but we didn't even get to that point
2: no and and i think one of the biggest things. It's like, like there's so many aspects of this one call. You're just like, nobody would have made that same decision. And it's not like you're some kind of genius. Like you're just thinking otherworldly like, oh, we're just, we're never going to kick a field goal. We're we're always going to kick onside kicks. We're never going to punt. We're always going to go for and forth. No, no, it's, it's not even that. It's like, well, I've already made up in my mind that I need a touchdown in a field goal. For some reason, I feel like we're good now that we're into field goal range. Let's go ahead and try to kick on second down, with three showing timeouts left. Yeah, showing confidence in a kicker that he hasn't shown confidence in. He didn't even show confidence. Yeah, it was, he didn't even show confidence early in the game. Like they went for it on no, fourth down when they were in field goal range.
1: It would have been a twenty-four yard field goal from the seven. And went
2: for it on fourth down instead. But no, here, with no preparation, it seems, because they ran everybody out there, didn't take a timeout. Like, even, like, <sighs> have they taken a timeout, I think we would have been frustrated be like, game management, like, what the heck are you doing? Why are you kicking on second down? Whatever, you got points. Missing it just makes it that much worse. But like, dude, like, what the actual heck? That was one of the, the beefs I had that I just... I
1: know I I went on it already, but really it, it, I tech had three timeouts. If the goal was, if if that was the only solution in his head was to get a field goal or die on that drive, call the time out, give the guys time to set up. He's, you know, Wolf's I'm not going to disparage the kid. He's doing the best he can. He may even be injured. I mean, that's kind of hinted at that in the post game. Like, like, or at least he has been injured. Sure. So there's just give him time to set up, you know, this is a guy that you haven't shown any confidence in. I'm not saying that he, he should be given confidence or something, uh, you know, in in what has transpired on the, on the kicks that we've seen, but it's not going to help to just rush them out there and, and try to, and try to seal it right then. So
2: anyway, I, I, it wouldn't have I'm, even sealed it right then. You got to go back out oh there. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're totally right. I don't <laughs> know why I use that word. <laughs> no, it's, fine, it's fine. Right. It's fine. Oh. So I think one positive out of this, I think a lot of people were infuriated last week with the result with Oklahoma, everybody expected to lose to Oklahoma. I think everybody was a little more embarrassed by the result. How it wasn't close. I think this week you got a lot more fans.
1: Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
3: Oh.
0: <sighs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Oh. Mm-mm-mm. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
2: ...on board with saying, you know what, maybe I'm done with Matt Wells. Because that's you're calling that a positive <laughs> <laughs> you opened that whole thing with, you know, one positive about this. Uniting the fan base is always a good thing. <laughs> Even united in negativity. <laughs> like if, if if we're united in cause, then I think change can be had. Um, unfortunately, I, I don't I think that matters to- because Kirby's going to operate in a vacuum. He's going to maintain Wells for two more years and... You're going to have donors that possibly have billions of dollars in their back pocket being ignored because Kirby is the athletic director and he hires everybody, even though every single hire has been trash. He can't do it. Now, that's not true. That's not name. A good one true. that he hired. He was already on staff. No. well, no, not his head coach. Well, no, he was on staff as an assistant. He was promoted. 2011. Like, I have to go back a little bit. Okay. So one, tad Tubby lock. Smith was good. He really was. Tubby Smith was great. He helped turn the, the, he started turning the basketball program around. Okay.
1: Oh yeah. Big time. Had some great recruits, some excellent guys. Uh, I mean, he he left in kind of a weird thing, but I, I really thought that without Tubby Smith, I don't know if Tech would have um, interested Beard that much uh, with with the roster that, of course, you know, Beard could have recruited. He's obviously very good at that. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not prepared to get into Kirby Hoke situation here but there are some you know he had candy whitaker was not that didn't work out well marlene Gregory, stallings course, didn't work out well stallings didn't work out um al golden yeah cliff kingsbury for a couple of reasons matt wells yeah yeah i mean it's 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 not great but the programs had found a lot of success he's able to get a lot of money in there's all these facilities being built I'm I'm not saying the program just is in tech. I'm talking about all of them. Uh, you know, the indoor practice facility is is huge. But well, that's a pet project some, of a major donor. Oh sure. I mean, same with the Womble, but the Womble probably wouldn't have been there if Beard hadn't had as much success as he did as quickly as he did. Sorry that that that, that was the one I, I was thinking of. Yeah, I was like, I, I think the IPF was funded differently, but. Yeah.
2: So yeah, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm not
1: prepared to go there on just a whim here. <laughs> okay, we'll,
2: we'll save that for later. I, I didn't know we were going down that road. I no, thought, I, good I got fired up. Um, <laughs> which I guess is good. I mean, I'm not like totally apathetic yet, but yeah, yeah. that's that's kind of nice. Um, I, I mean, I don't have it in front of me, and and, and I know I know that we, we we're starting to get that way. I know Rob Rowe is kind of helping, uh, looking at compiling all this, but like there have been some mind numbingly stupid decisions made from the head coach. And I know a lot of people say, well, you gotta wait, you gotta wait for him to bring in his people. Talent does not fix stupidity. He would make these stupid errors if he was flush with five stars.
1: That doesn't change coaching decisions that's true personnel wouldn't necessarily change that unless
2: you had a five star kicker i mean and, <laughs> unless the talent is so rich and deep that like he literally does nothing like the talent is does there, everything for him
1: is there such a thing as a five star kicker
2: sure. the kickers get rated uh, I, I, I'm sure am claimed a five star kicker about 10 years ago. What's his name? Um, Taylor, whatever his name. I don't know. I had a, I had a question from, from my buddy, uh,
1: my buddy Adam, who's been, he's been trying to figure this out. He's, he said, is there any other way to describe Matt Wells coaching than impotent? I personally think that's a little harsh. (laughs) I'd maybe say anemic. There's not quite enough iron, not quite enough iron in those red blood cells, but but yeah, that that was a question posed to us and to those listening, commiserating with us on another tough loss. I, I was I was struggling to see before the game how TCU could be a nine or ten point favorite. I, I see it now. <laughs> I, I think we saw that earlier. I was like, oh, that that's oh, how- that's right, that's right. Patterson always manages to build a quagmire that. Uh, Tech offenses just get bogged down in and cannot have any sort of competence success. I mean, things broke down at the end a little bit defensively for TCU, but I mean, not much.
2: All right, what else you got on this one? I don't know. Like for the longest time, I was so dumbstruck. I was like, I don't even know what to say. Like it happened. Like as it was happening, because. I remember, I remember thinking in the game cause the camera followed Columbia off the field. And I was like, if Columbia's off the field, who's in their quarterback. And then <laughs> it switched cameras. The field goal team is out there. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and like, I double checked the graphic. I was like, I didn't think it was fourth down yet. I was like, it was second down. And then I heard the broadcasters were confused. Like it's second down. I was like, wait, what? And then he misses it. Well, wait, <laughs> what? It- <laughs> at least it's better than
1: kingsbury did something very similar in overtime against the seahawks but the 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 kicker was pun unintended that since seattle had already had the ball i can't remember if they turned it over on downs or arizona got an interception since arizona had the ball after seattle had won the toss and got the ball first if they kick a field goal game's over that's how the nfl works right so Cliff, I think on second or third, did the exact same thing, got his guy out there, and then got kind of worried, I guess, about how close it was coming to the play clock, called a timeout, but, but I think the play would have counted, and so his kicker made it. Then they had to kick it again because Cliff essentially iced his own kicker and the kicker missed. <laughs> So luckily, okay. So they turn the ball over on downs. Seattle gets the ball. They turn it over again. I honestly can't remember how. And then, of course, the Cardinals. Uh, they were able to kick a game-winning field goal eventually. But it kind of reminded me of that of, of just, uh, kind of, at least in in Kingsbury's situation, it would have ended the game for sure. hundred percent would have ended the game, and it was in overtime. And all that other stuff. But with Well's situation, there's so many other factors in play. And there's so many what ifs and other things had to happen just right for this to have made sense. And just number one, you have to have a pretty confident kicking game for for that to make sense. And and tech's just not there right now. End of random rant. I'm glad everyone listened to my Cardinals Seahawks recap
2: <laughs> from two weeks ago. I want to change the tagline of the podcast to talent does not fix stupid. Uh, The 23 personal podcast where talent does not fix stupid. Well, we could be talking about us. I'm okay. I'm not getting paid (laughs) 12. What's left in this contract? Five years, $15 million to do what I'm doing. Is it really? Is it... He's paid three okay. million a year on his. Well, he's six only got year, twelve left. Six-year contract. Oh, it is a six-year. Holy cow! Okay, I thought it was a five-year. That's right. Another great decision by our man Kirby Hoke. Let's give a group of five coach who. Hindsight here, I mean, a lot of people are like, uh, "Maybe he doesn't have the experience you hope he does." Like he's got some questionable. Things in his history, like he went from a 11-win program to a 4-win program in like two years. Like, what the heck happened? Yeah, red flag. I tried to, to defend that away. Look pretty stupid. Feel pretty stupid about that now. Like, no, I can see how he did that. The man is a, a professional idiot. He is Michael Scott on the sideline for Texas Tech oh football. God. Like, there are cringe-worthy moments. You're like, yep, I can see it coming. Can't look away. I can't do anything about it because it's a TV show can't do anything about it because Kirby Hocutt makes these decisions in a vacuum all by himself I I've been watching Matt Wells career he's he's a great coach dude
1: no one was actually watching Utah State football in Lubbock over the last five years he, just, there's no way he sure wanted us to think that he was well and if it makes you feel any better uh, tech will stop paying Kingsbury in December So at least there's only one more month on his contract. (laughs) One more month, one more paycheck for him to cash. Yeah. Just, just one more. So we'll, we will no longer be paying two head coaches uh, as of the beginning of the year. To do the job of zero.
2: Yeah, that's solid. I did see somebody say that, uh, just, just give Chris Beard a raise and have him give some like philosophical guidance on the sideline. It doesn't really matter because your results may be the same, but, uh at least he'd kind of whip the program into shape maybe. No. A ham no. sandwich uh, maybe. Here's,
1: here's here's definite catch with that is the basketball program does not need less Chris Beard. No, it needs more Chris Beard. <laughs> it needs if yeah. If, so that's possible. There's the huge flaw in that genius plan. Dang it. Um <laughs> There's there's uh there's not enough
2: Chris Beard to go around. Yeah. Um, I don't really have anything else besides, I, I don't know what you do from here. I, I don't, this, the game started off like it felt unwinnable the way that your offensive perform your, your offense performed things kind of started to turn around. Um, in true tech fashion there, there was a sliver of hope. You had scored and brought it within 17. It looked like you were doing something right. Sorry, you were down 17. You brought it within nine. You're like, well, shoot, that's a two score game. And then the candy corn yeah. of college football programs breaks your heart, disappoints you because there's nothing there. There's no substance there.
1: Yeah, I, I wasn't able to pull up the the score in time, and but the next... You know, next week's Baylor, then luckily a bye week. I think we all need a break, not just the players and the coaches. I think us as fans need a break before heading to Stillwater at Oklahoma State and then finishing the year versus Kansas at home Uh, tonight. Let me refresh these scores. I know that everybody listening to this already knows this, but the game I was kind of keeping my eye on was Baylor-Iowa State. Baylor was ahead there for a while. Iowa State, came back, finished them off 38-31. So Baylor, despite looking awful against TCU last week, and at least in the first half, which Tech can identify with that, uh, really held their own in Ames. Much better outing than Tech had. uh, Actually led it at some point. I don't think Tech ever did. No, and you put up 31, or they put up 31 points. Yes. And so, I mean, Baylor, we were kind of thinking – that might be almost a guaranteed, not a guaranteed, but one of those when pretty much a solid W in the win column after kind of seeing what we've seen the last couple weeks, but not so sure now. I mean, they, they really held their own against Iowa state, which is a team that's tech obviously struggled with. So next week's going to be tough too. I don't know where you go from here. Uh, you know, Kansas trotted out, I think 17 guys against OU today and still, the OU scored less on them than they did on tech. So 62 to nine, that's a moral victory for Kansas. D- does Kansas have yeah. any players surviving after this game? I don't you know, know. How do you, I don't how do know you... that, that list of players out was incredible. I, I don't know if they were getting managers to suit up. I, I'm not sure how they managed to fill a roster. Cause was it COVID related?
2: The, the list, it just said that they were, the players on the list just said, did not dress. Right. So it could be COVID related. We just don't know. You would think um, if, it, if there were that many COVID related absences, it would have been the game would have been called. Like the team. Yeah. I, mean, I have no idea. No idea what's going on over there.
1: Texas, of course, squeaked by West Virginia 17 13. And Kansas State held their own against Oklahoma State, were ahead for a while, and then ended up losing 2018. So Oklahoma State. Definitely don't like Tech's chances against them against them. They're not world beaters, I don't think. I do think they're not as good as their number fourteen ranking implies, but that's gonna be a tough one too. At least Tech will have a bye week to prepare for it. So where we go from here? I don't know. Hopefully two out of the next three, but I think realistically one. Yeah, I and mean, then we go into the offseason all happy. It's going to be great. No problem.
2: Like it's going to be funny to to say, "Oh, what if Tech loses to Kansas?" Like the, the if you lose to Kansas this year cuz with with how much Kansas has lost. Um if the staff is still around and that happens, I don't see how Wells can ever come back. Like Tonight, you, you have a lot of people piss off like, oh, just leave the staff in Fort Worth. And I, and I said that kind of tongue in cheek, but like a field goal on second down with three minutes to go and three timeouts. It's got to be a, a clause in some contract somewhere as a fireable offense, right?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if that, would, if that was put in the six-year contract or not. Also,
2: what does is, what is Tomerdahl do? Because special teams are a dumpster fire. Um, they were still they returning. Are, they are really bad. Still returning kickoffs out of the end zone. Uh, you had a kickoff go out of bounds, too. You had a kickoff go out of bounds. You had two punts blocked. Um, you did block a field goal. Yes. By that the, was awesome. By the strength of a, a, a defensive lineman. So I was like, I don't, I don't know how much credit to give Tomerdahl, but. Was that McCann?
1: No, it was Jalen Hutchings. Oh, it was Hutchings. Okay. McCann, I think, blocked the one at Kansas last year. Anyway, yeah, that, that was the special teams play has been rough. Uh, at least fielding went better this game. There were
2: less drops. Uh, I mean, you you almost muffed a punt because Chuck Swabuko couldn't tell where it was coming down and then dropped to his knees. And then even then had to lunge forward and was bailed out that he got touched by a, a TCU player. Yeah. That one was close. I don't know. I, I don't. Let's just, let's I, end I, it here. I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have like any any of my complaints today. Let, let me just, I guess wrap up with this. Despite what I just said about the punt returner, nothing I'm mad about tonight has anything to do with the performance of an individual player. I sure. think what we saw trumped all of that. Like you could have been upset with any of the kick returns. You're like, oh, don't do that. Or when Alex Hogan had that penalty out of bounds, like, well, that's frustrating. Like he got slapped by Rico Jeffers. Like you can't do that, man. Um, or the drops or any, any of that. I don't, I don't even care. It's the, the crap coming from the sideline, the leadership of the program is like, what w- that should not be the thing. Like we should be talking about what's happening on the field. Not like what's going on in your brain or in your headsets or like we, again, I, I, I like we said this earlier this season as spectators, yes, we probably overestimate, overvalue our capabilities. We should not have a reasonable expectation saying, Hmm, I would not have done that. I would have done a better job at that. That, that should not be something that's a common thought in your fan base. At least in my mind, it's it's happening more often. Yeah, so I don't I don't know where to go from here. I, I guess uh, we'll 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 be back Tuesday to preview the Baylor Bears. Um, I, I don't even know what, what that preview is going to look like because <laughs> I mean you can look at the the X's and O's and the stats and the strategy and the game plan, uh, all that goes out the window when you just Legit have no idea what be, could be coming from the head coach at any, any time, any moment. So with that bit of rosy news, that'll do it for us. This instant reaction podcast from Texas Tech's defeat in Fort Worth 3418. For Michael, I'm Spencer. We'll catch you next time.